Nothing. Um, I mean, this week is, before we even get started to talk about this week, let's talk about how I've already changed my mind five times about this week. Let's let's go there before I even go to any of the other stuff that I know you and I have DM this week and I was on someone and then I've done a full 180 before this one. I actually went to Circa to change my pick before I came on here. So uh, I'm a little late to the party this week. I've been moving apartments, so uh, I'm actually still in the same one, but we're working on moving within the building to a two-bedroom, so I've been dealing with that. But, yeah, I mean, I have I have this morning very much changed my tune from earlier in the week, so if we recorded this show three hours ago, the content would have been very different. It would have involved a very big fight. I made fun of you last yes. night on the Elite Fantasy show for this take. Um I, I was doing the show with Healy and basically called you out without calling you out um, for the, for, <laughs> for your take. Uh, and then Healy's like, you're basically calling out Ricky. And I was like, no, 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 no. Ricky will come to his senses. It's fine. It's still early, it's early enough. And uh, you did. Uh, we'll talk about that player in a little bit. We'll, we'll leave that as a tease, uh, as they say. Um, Thursday Night Football sucked. You really want to talk about this game? It was just ugly. It was raining. It just sucked. It was an awful game. Um, I, I guess like I kind of survived the props went like 500, but God, it was so annoying. I just, I just should have gone all in on the Brian Hill over prop. It was such a lock. I, I, I kind of want just overthought that one myself and I'm just kicking myself this morning for it. It was my worst prop game of the season. If you've been watching proper education on elite sports betting, uh, Healy and I have been quite good on that show. I think it's maybe the second show in which we've had where I've done multiple props where I've lost both. And it was really tilting because I wasn't watching a ton of it. My fiance was ordering new couches, which of course is on my bill for our new apartment. So I was dealing with that. I was trying to get a workout in on the Peloton and I turned in late when Mike Davis um, was close to the prop and he had one long run at the end to barely put him over the 60 and a half rushing yards. And of course he finishes with 66 because of a broken tackle on that one play. So it wasn't a great night for me either. Uh, I mean, you had the Calvin Ridley injury. You had basically neither of the receivers in Carolina involved. It was it was an ugly one. I'm just so tilted about. The, I, I knew Brian Hill was like a really good number at 18 and a half, and, and I just oh, just I was really kicking myself for just trying to get Gurley in there too. I don't know why. It was like just play the Brian Hill number. He'll get over 18 and a half. And it was also just and then. And then as soon as Edo Smith got ruled out, it's like, great, that's a lock. And now right. I have to sweat Todd Gurley. This is awesome. Because I knew <laughs> they was going to play some third downs at that point. They weren't activating, um, what's his name? Allison, to just sit on the bench. I was like, ah, crap. This is going to get ugly. Um, but hey, live, and, live and learn. Live and learn. Um, exactly. Sometimes just play the best plays and don't try to spread out your exposure too much. Um, all right. That being said. Uh, I guess we can congratulate you on winning the running back draft in week seven. It was a very yes. ugly performance. Um, I'm just going to say that if Aaron Jones had not gotten uh, 
ruled out right after I made my picks. I, I think this week turns out differently because I take Hunt, and uh, I think that would have been enough to swing it the other way. But in, in any event, you are the winner, so congratulations on that. Well, thank you. We're going for the two-peat here. Uh, and, in fact, we're not settling down until we have six championships like Michael Jordan. That, that's how we want to come to the Siege Mentality podcast and just dominate. Oh, man. Yeah, well, it's going to need a it's gonna need a name change if uh, if you keep going at this rate. That being said, though, <laughs> all you did was – it's kind of like tennis. You held serve. You had the first pick. You held serve. You really did nothing special there. So I'm not overreacting to one, one, one week. Congratulations. You had a good week. Um I have the first pick this week, and I'm going to go in a direction that maybe you didn't expect me to. I'm taking Jamal Williams with the first overall pick here. Um, Kamara is going to probably get Michael Thomas back this week. Uh, He's still a very good play. I fully expect that you'll take him next. But, um, you know, 51 total, uh, minus 6. A.J. Dillon was basically not involved at all. Um, And I just assume that... Minnesota won't be as dumb as tech, the Texans were and will actually attempt to cover Devontae Adams at some point. So I, I think he's going to get a lot of work here. So um, I just like his floor the most. Um, I mean, I know Kamara is a beast, but Michael Thomas back does change something. So I'll take Jamal Williams with the first overall pick. You might be sl- slightly shocked that Alvin Kamara is going to make it back to you. How about that? Oh, I'll, I'll be stunned gonna, if that happens, to be honest. It's, it's about to happen. I've got Kamara in terms of raw DK points, number four this week. Um, I'm going Derrick Henry at number two. I've very much changed my tune on this game. I think the Titans are getting us 40 real points this week. So even in DFS, I am strongly toying with the idea of something I hardly ever do, which is play quarterback stacks alongside the running back. Because basically when people ask me, when would you do that? It's, well, is the running back going to catch a touchdown from the quarterback, or are they going to score 40-plus points and just dominate? And with Joe Burrow not having an offensive line this week, I think Tennessee is going to control this ball. And you look at some of these numbers in yards per carry against Cincinnati this year, Nick Chubb, 5.6, Sanders, 5.3, Kareem Hunt in one game, 8.6, and the other game, 4.2. That was a low mark. Jonathan Taylor, a guy I know you hate, 5.0. Josh Kelly, 5.0. Mark Ingram, 5.2. Everyone runs all over the Cincinnati team. I think they're going to control the ball. Derrick Henry's number just came out. 99.5 yards is the over-under. I'm taking the over for the rushing yards this week. I think this is a monster Derrick Henry week. And in a win game, I guess Kamara's in a win game too, um, I just like Kareem Hunt as much as I like Alvin Kamara again this week so i'm going to take kareem hunt against the raiders i think that game is going to get 25 plus mile hour wins so with baker we're going to either see him look to drop down or look to run the ball against the raiders defense that is nothing to write home about they're 31st in overall dvoa 29th specifically against the run you get 10 percent more out of run games against them so alvin camaro will be making it back to you at pick four i'm sure you're psyched to hear that yeah except i'm not taking him at pick number four um uh, I, I am going to instead uh, take the other running back from that Vegas-Cleveland game. I'm taking Josh Jacobs for all the reasons you just mentioned about Kareem Hunt. Um, I'm in on Josh Jacobs. Um, I know Gio Bernard didn't have a monster game, but that's because G- uh, Joe Burrow could just throw for Will. I don't think Derek Carr will have that much success throwing. But inside the 10, we know what the what the Vegas offense is going to be. It's hand the, hand the ball to Josh Jacobs on first down. 
hand the ball to Josh Jacobs on second down. And if they're within three yards of the goal line, it's hand to him on third and fourth down as well. Um, I, I just really like his touchdown upside here. Um, you know, it definitely could just be a passing game where Harry Ruggs just happens to get in the end zone three times. Okay, so be it. Um, it's just hard for me to see the deep passing game work with those wins. Give me Josh Jacobs. And then I will finally stop the Alvin Kamara free fall here at pick number five. Um, it's just too much value here for me to pass up. Yeah, the Bears are really good, better or better than people think against the run. Yeah, it's a low total. Yeah, there's wind, but he'll catch short balls. Um, he's been kind of just a 20-point machine even without the touchdown. Um, can't really pass on him here at, at pick number five. No, I don't blame you. And uh, another top, top five seasonal running back pick here, Delvin Cook for me with him back. Green Bay's defense has been one that you could torch via the ground for quite some time now. Dalvin Cook, good history against his team, 22nd DVOA against the run, is Green Bay, and I expect him to just take that workhorse back role. We saw Madison disappoint a bit. I am so happy you took Dalvin Cook. You're off him? I think he's got a, he's on a snap count. You think he's I, – I don't. As soon as if the we, coach said he's not on a snap count, that means immediately to me you've thought about putting him on a snap count. Yeah, I don't know. Divisional I don't game. It. I don't buy it for one second, personally. Like, they're, they're not going anywhere. They're bad. Like, you're really going to run them in the ground? I really want – okay, so the next pick, there's a, a bunch of different ways I could go. There's one that I really want to do just because I know how you feel about the player. Oh, yeah, and please take Jonathan really Taylor. Fun. Please, 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 please do it that. It would be really fun. Please. Oh, yeah. What a good way to make sure I win the week. Do it. I'm doing it. For entertainment yes. purposes alone, I'm going Jonathan yes. Taylor. Yes. They're, they're coming off a bye. They're going to find a way to get him the football more. I know he was under 60% snaps again in that last outing. Detroit is a bad defense. You are in a, a dome. He does have pass catching equity. I know this should be a slow-paced game. Other than the fact that he hasn't caught a ball in four weeks. I think that – is okay where was it usa today was reporting on ways they must improve out of the buy obviously there were some things about jonathan taylor's usage that were mentioned in there i know they're just suggestions to the team and, and they usa don't today actually have is now to the source ricky's relying on this is good sign no but no but it's it's common sense that i would i would hope they follow and this is honestly i'm taking this one for the entertainment purposes so i could say i took down siege with the guy who he says it must beat me just let him beat me. Let, him, let beat him beat me. him. Absolutely agree. I, 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 you said the words right in my mouth. Jonathan Taylor beats me. Jonathan Taylor beats me. God bless. Um, that being said, uh, final pick here. You've now left me a bunch of options. I kind of now you kind of make me want to kind of just completely YOLO off the board too. After you <laughs> did it, um, I kind of really want to YOLO off the board. Um, God, there's a couple ways I could just totally YOLO off the board too. I can't decide which one's the more fun of the bunch. There's a really a bunch of fun. <laughs> I'm going to list off some guys I could YOLO you with, and you let me know the one you want. Uh, DeAndre Swift against the Colts, uh, for all the reasons that you just mentioned, except I think the Lions are going to be playing from in front in that game. I think the Colts suck. Um, okay. The next option is Le'Veon Bell, because he's going to get a touchdown against that Jets team, at least one, and probably 50 scrimmage yards. So that's like 11 fantasy points. The other options I'm considering are Boston Scott, but I don't know if Sanders for sure is ruled out yet. Um, Gus Edwards against Pittsburgh. I haven't checked the Ingram injury report this morning, but he could be out again. 
or my favorite favorite of the bunch and the one I'm leaning towards, going Leonard Fournette against the Giants. Oh, I would, yeah, I would encourage you to go the Leonard Fournette route. All right, so we're not going to do that. Let's go the Le'Veon Bell route. Um, <laughs> revenge against the Jets here. It's a minus 19 and a half, 20 number here. Look, they're, he's scoring a touchdown. I, I haven't. I, I don't know if the uh, the Le'Veon Bell to score a touchdown prop is up yet. I haven't seen it. If it is, but I promise you, I'm betting it. Like he's gonna score. <laughs> like there's no doubt in my mind he's scoring a touchdown. So uh, uh, if he's gonna get a touchdown, then it's just how many yards? How many yards does he get on top of it? I think right. the range goes between thirty and ninety, and whatever. If he gets me ten to. 18 fantasy points is my fourth pick. Especially when you have like a seven and Jonathan Taylor sitting there. I, I can go a little <laughs> bit with Le'Veon Bell. Uh, for the alternate pick, uh, in case one of my guys uh, doesn't show up, I will go with, and I'm going to actually pay more attention to this pick this week after last week. Um, <laughs> let's go with, oh, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go with Clyde Edwards Hilaire. So you can't have him. That was that was well done. Uh, this is not an easy one this week. Like Gio Bernard could catch a bunch of passes if uh, Joe Burrow's under siege, like I think he is. Not no pun intended there, by the way. Uh, DeAndre fine. Swift. DeAndre Swift is a back I like. I'm not sure I want to go two backs there. Miles Gaskin, ha- I think, will be relied upon with Tua. You think it's going to be the passing defensive. game, by the way? I'm not sure. That's the thing. But I'm going to go James Conner because I think they need to use him in a divisional matchup. I'm not that worried about you know the matchup against Baltimore. He had 55 in a touchdown with Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges. I think it was last year as the quarterback. I expect – he had no targets in that game. I expect he will have targets. I expect the team will look to get – to grind the ball, get him the ball 20-plus times. I just think there will be enough volume there that, that he's where I would go here. Yeah, I, I, I totally, totally agree with you on that one. Okay, um, let's then get to the other part of the show where we talk about our favorite games. Um, this week, I am going to be on the fence a lot. I think there's a lot of things that are going to be determined by the weather on Sunday yes. morning. Uh, so plug our, I'm going to plug our show, uh, 11 a.m. Eastern, over at Elite Fantasy. If you don't have a subscription, we are offering like the first promo code I've ever seen Elite Fantasy offer. It's, uh, what is it? Uh Shit, you're asking me promos uh, you know i'm the wrong guy to ask for that i always ask people about the promos i, I know i i just mentioned it on my other show zombie zombie promo code zombie gets you 30 percent off anything in elite fantasy I, I i can't encourage you enough to join us 11 a.m sunday morning it is 11 a.m sunday morning right 11 a.m yes. central that, that part is correct no it's 11 a.m eastern right 11 a.m eastern is 10 yeah 10 a.m central yeah Shows you where my head's at this morning. Uh, it's 30% off, though, anything EliteFantasy.com. Um, my article will be up tomorrow uh, going through my player pool. Um, this is going to be tough because uh, there's a lot, a lot of wind concerns here. Um, yep. So it's definitely going to affect how I'm looking at player props, how I'm looking at betting uh, just on sides. Um, so this is going to be one of those weeks where I'm going to be on the fence a bunch. But one game I will not be on the fence on, I'll tell you in a second. Because, Ricky, you have the first pick this week. Oh, game to take? You do. I don't know if you've noticed. Tennessee has really caught my attention here. Welcome Um, to the party. 
I am all aboard Tennessee. I, I thought Joe Burrow, you know, I, I hadn't taken, again, like a deep look. It was just like, oh, Joe, Joe Burrow gets an offense that is, or a defense that has forced opponents to throw 70% of the time, which I think is because opponents have been playing behind Tennessee. Uh, but anyways, they've been very hap, uh, pass-happy and very pass-heavy in terms of the touchdowns they've allowed. Like, oh, let's fire up Joe Burrow again. But then I see the offensive line that they're rolling out this week, and I want to pull up that tweet. It is the it's worst bad. offensive line unit I think that's been rolled out all season long. It has. It um, is. Yeah, and that Cowboys, remember that game where their, their offensive line was banged up? They got absolutely crushed. Offensive lines are way undersold, especially if it's not just like one piece, if it's the entire offensive line. Here's who they're rolling out. Tell me if you can uh, name any of them. By the way, one of them was already named in the show, at least a guy with his exact name. Hakeem Adenji, left tackle. I'll save the left guard. Billy Price, for center. Oh, I know him. Alex, he he was a draft pick of the Bengals. There you go. I do Alex, know that one. Alex Redmond, Fred Johnson, and at left guard, we've already mentioned this name. It is not the same one. Michael Jordan will be your left guard. Uh, so maybe from that perspective, if you have the greatest of all time at left guard, you should. But no, I mean, like you said, you can identify one of them. It's brutal, which means that I think Joe Burrow is going to be under siege. I mean, if he gets through this week healthy, the Bengals should be thanking their lucky graces. Uh, I think Tennessee dominates this ball game, and it, to me, seems like one of those games where Ryan Tannehill should both be effective and Derrick Henry is effective. In daily fantasy, I don't do this very often unless I think it's 40 points, but I think you could use a quarterback stack, the defense, and Derrick Henry all in one lineup. I think that they dominate this game. Here's my problem I think they win that. by double digits. Here's my problem with that, and, you know, it's funny. I just pulled the contest sheet. And I, too, am going to make a change and join you on uh, the Titans this week. Um, I'm going to make a change right now. I normally don't do it after I re- reveal the picks, but I am going to join you. On, yeah, uh, I did. that's what I did this morning. Is I was um, on. I, I originally put Bengals, and then I did my research, and I was like, no, no way. Actually, I guess in this contest, I'm allowed to just pick multiple games, so I'm going to add that. Um yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree with you more here. My issue is that I think this is going to be pretty... I think the Titans are going to know really early on that this game is over. I think this is one of those games where by like the start of the third quarter, we're going to see um, Jeremy... Um, McNichols? Yeah, McNichols. And I, I just think we're going to start seeing uh, just run, 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 run. I, 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 I'm not sure we're going to see Derek Henry in the fourth quarter. This has... 27 nothing written all over it to me 27 3 27 7 um that's my biggest concern is i think the titans are just gonna like put on the brakes and be like you know what we have to do just not turn the ball over because there's no chance this offense is going anywhere um this is one of jeff man's biggest things don't play rookie quarterbacks against good defenses and i don't know if the titans are good but i know their offensive line is bad to the point where they will make the Titans look good. Um, right. I think there will be mistakes from Joe Burrow here. Um, I, I, I I like the Titans as well. Um, I, I agree with you. Minus five and a half. I, I think that's the right number. All right. Um, let's go on to my favorite game of the week then. Look, I've done this on this show every week, I think, um, this season. Uh, this time, uh, congratulations to the New York Jets. They covered last week against the Buffalo Bills because the Bills <laughs> tried to cover with only kicking field goals and would have been successful if they had not missed two from short range. Correct. Kansas City's offense, not in the same league as the Buffalo Bills. I love 
Kansas City in this spot, minus 20. Um, I'm like you are with Tennessee. I'm thinking about just loading up on Kansas City. And, like, I don't see how they score less than 35. Like, minimum 30. I, I just, like, maybe they pull off the, the, the dogs a little bit. But I'm not sure the Kansas City defense is good enough to not, like, give up 10. And if they give up 10, then that means, like, the starters are in for four quarters. Yeah, I think it's one a weird week where, like, my initial thought in Daily Fantasy was minimum one Titan, minimum one Kansas City every lineup. Yeah, I I, I love Kansas City. I'm going to just – like, there's all these value receivers this week, and we don't need to talk about a ton of them on the show. This is a betting show. But there's a ton right. of value receivers, and I'm just like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to pay up for Patrick Mahomes – get those four touchdowns. I'll let everyone else figure out how the hell they're going to try to catch up with all the wind and the weather. And I'll let you all figure it out. I'll lock in my four and you, you all figure out how you're going to catch up to me. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I just, I love everything about this chiefs game. Le'Veon Bell to score a touchdown. I, I, I mentioned it, but it'll be the first bat I fire as soon as it comes up. I'm sure the odds are going to suck too. We'll probably be like plus plus one thirty. I don't care. Um, <laughs> they, like they're going to get him in the end zone. I just don't care. Like, he's scoring a touchdown. Yeah. Like, it's probably I, like one of those things where he signs a contract, be like, all right, I'm in, but I'm getting a touchdown versus the Jets. Cool? Well, cool. Don't, you, don't you remember that, like, the three teams he was looking at were the Jets' next three games? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, it feels very calculated. It, it, I just, it could have just been happened to the schedule. It was, like, Miami, Kansas City, and I don't remember who the third team was. But um, I guess I could just look at the Jets' schedule, Buffalo, right? Buffalo, I think. Oh, that's right, Buffalo. Yeah. I, I, I just, to me, I, I just, look, if the Jets backdoor this game from a betting perspective, like, okay, I'm sad, but it means I got four quarters of the offense for fantasy. So I, I just, I'm not as gung-ho about this one as I have been in the other weeks, but I just really like it. I just don't, like, there's no way the Jets are just going to never be down by more than 20. So we're I mean, we're worried about the back door, but that's fine. It's better than at least you've gotten through the front door. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, you are up, my friend. All right, there's two. We actually had a clean clean sweep in our circuit contest in like a game we wanted to handicap. I think I'll leave that one for you because I'm on. <laughs> um, I don't I'm think we've had I, a clean sweep this year, have we? I think this is the first one where every single person took. We've had four and no oppose it. You know, like four yeah. people take the same game and no one oppose it, but we haven't had five people take the same yet. Yeah. Well, so this this is, game is is doomed. But okay, yeah, you can save it for me. Um, I'm gonna save it for you. I love the Saints this week. I know I've been a Bears hater, but tell me how the Bears cover here. If Allen Robinson's in concussion protocol, we've got 25 mile an hour winds. The Bears can't throw anyways. But neither can the Saints. But Drew Brees' passes are all in the short field. So, like, does the win really matter that much for him? Nick Foles it's just can't I mean, deep anyways. I, he's tried with Mooney, and yeah, it hasn't well, worked. So. I, I, that's why I said I know he can't throw deep. I've watched so, them all. So just imagine a Saints defense that has been the highest percentage of pass plays called against them this year. 77% of plays against the Saints have been pass plays. Imagine the Bears with Darnell Mooney, wide receiver one, in 25-mile-an-hour wins, having to throw against a defense that only, res, res, like, forces you to throw. That's going to be absolutely ugly. 
And I just think the Saints are more well-equipped with Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, Jared Cook, guys to catch the ball in the short field, move the ball. It might be a low-scoring game. I just don't see how the Bears put up points here. So that that's my thought process in this one. Don't hate it. I just, to me, anytime the wind starts howling, it's cold. It's a dome team going outside. It's windy. Yes. Those are those are all valid concerns, and I have been the Bears hater. I will admit, I've been against them every week. But I think this one, from a logical standpoint, is sound. Maybe even more so than some of the other ones where I've just been like, Bears stink. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. Um, I, I do. Um, I do think that's fair. Um, right, I'm not going to win my case on that one, so let's just get rid of it. I'm not even going to try to fight for it. I'll fight for this one instead. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm not supposed to change my picks as we do this, but I don't care. Um, <laughs> I, I, I was honestly just made the team, like, oh, let's go to that game. Ravens against the Steelers. Uh, Ravens minus four. I really like the Ravens in this spot. Um, it's a 6-0, and uh, four-point dog at a five and one team here. Um, in these situations, the the favorite it covers at a really high rate. I honestly put it as a five just because I was afraid people were going to bet this put, pick the Steelers, and I wanted to neutralize the Steelers. There's some Steelers fans in our group, and I was really afraid that they were going to be like four and four, and I didn't want to get stuck with that game. So it was kind of I was trying to preemptively block. Um, but uh, I, I do like the Ravens minus four here. Um, look, they're coming off the bye. Um, the Steelers are very are as overrated as they'll be all season. They didn't look that impressive in the Tennessee game. I gotta be honest. Like they got up to a nice lead and then really did kind of what mediocre teams do and just completely tried to hand the game away. Um, this is one of those must-win games for the Ravens. I think they come out and win the football game. I think they're better at basically every position on the field except for running back. But it's not even a huge downgrade. I just really like the Ravens in this spot to come out and, and dominate. Yeah, I that I didn't touch that game because I wasn't sure where I wanted to be. Um, the Steelers' defense is such a good rushing defense. I wasn't sure how that would translate to Lamar. And it translates to Marquise Brown week. Yes, it very it very possibly could, and I've had that similar thought. I just think it's going to be a grind them game, so I don't know exactly where to be on that game, which is why I didn't pick that one. Uh, the last one that I have really strong thoughts about are the Bucks and Giants. You're, you're leaving me with this one. Oh, yeah, I forgot I was supposed to cover that. Whoops. <laughs> Bucks double-digit favorites at the Giants. The Giants just don't have much. Uh, no Saquon Barkley. How are they generating offense against this defense that has just been swarming? Um, I mean, they are a top defense against both. They're First in passing DVOA, second in rushing DVOA, first in overall DVOA. Daniel Jones is your quarterback. You've got no running game. You've got, you know, Slayton and Shepard are fine. You're not using Evan Ingram. And then on the other side of the ball, um, I mean, the Giants, a very below average pass defense. And I know Godwin's out, but Brady's found his guy in Scotty Miller to move him up and down the field. He still very much used the tight ends. They have a running game. They've got Leonard Fournette. Isn't I know Antonio you've, Brown uh, making his debut this week? Uh, I think it's week nine he's making his debut, so not this week. Oh, that's right. It's this week eight. He's still suspended. Aha. Yes. So I just, I mean, it just, the the Giants are outmanned on in every aspect, in my opinion. And the Bucks are one of the best teams in football right now. So I'm 
sort of like you're you take it against the Jets. I mean, that you, you take it one of the top teams against the Giants, especially one with a dominating defense. That you know, every time I say the Bucks defense is dominating, they come out and just completely suck. And I'm like, where did that come from? And as soon as I fade the Bucks defense, they look like the '86 Bears. And I'm like, can you guys make up your damn minds? I just don't see it with Daniel Jones. I guess I I, you're right. Last week was a disappointment for the Bucks defense, but I just. Like that Raiders game was just like it was just like they never had a chance. And I'm just like, what are you doing? Where where was this? That's just I feel like they're so Jekyll and Hyde. But yeah, ten. It's just the number in the contest is ten and a half. It's just it's not it's up to twelve and a half now. I think in most places yeah. or no, I guess it's down to eleven or twelve in some spots. But yeah, I, I really like Tampa here. Um, I, I think it's a really good spot. Um, okay, uh, some other games we haven't talked about yet. Let's see how we're doing on time. I haven't looked in a while. Wow, we're doing oh wow, we have plenty of time. Plenty of time. Um, let's talk about a game that, from a prop betting perspective, I just talked about, and it's really, really gross. Um, it's the New England Patriots at the Buffalo Bills here. It's a 41 total. The Bills are favored by four. And this really isn't a, 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 I want to bet this game against the spread. I really want to talk about the Patriots players' touchdown props. No Edelman. And the kill Harry, I don't believe, got cleared from the concussion protocol. But I'm going to double-check that. Uh, but I'm pretty sure he's been ruled out this week. And if Harry's out, like, he's not. they're not in practice, so he's out. Like, James White, plus 260 to score a touchdown. Jacoby Myers led the team with six targets last week from Cam Newton, plus four to forty-five, plus four twenty-five to score a touchdown. Gunner O, who I don't think's caught a ball this season and is going to take over on the slot, is plus seven fifty to score a touchdown. The Zuber <laughs> is twenty-two to one, and I'm like, one of these guys is scoring a touchdown if they get to their two and a half touchdown total. Like, the Bills are not going to let them run the ball, like unless they're stupid. It's going to be eight-man boxes and try to throw Cam. Like, even in the red zone, it's going to be jam the box and throw. I just... These prices just seem wrong. It, it's like they priced that Harry's going to play, and he's not playing. I just... I can't... I know it's so ugly. It's going to be so gross to watch. I just... I have a, just a spidey sense that, like, some random Patriots are going to score some touchdowns this week. I, I can't argue with it. It's just Cam Newton without receivers. You are certainly picking the eggs out of Well, I mean, Cam Newton might get benched at halftime, too. That's half, like, it's a little yeah. bit of the handicap here, too. Is like, okay, like, they're be- like these odds, like, Cam Newton's plus 180 to score a touchdown. Like, what happens if Cam Newton doesn't come out for the second half? Right. And it's Stidham, right? They Like, they score one touchdown, it's 21-7, to and Bill just goes... F this, this isn't working. And right. then now, like, you're getting all those receiving options at discounts because the most likely Patriot is no longer on the field. Yep. I just, I have just so many ways they get, I mean, Patriots could lose 35 nothing, and that, that that's in the range of outcomes, I guess, but I don't know. This feels like a very trappy minus four. Like, they're, like, expecting the whole world to bet the bills, and then the Patriots come out and play well. And if that's the case... These betting odds just don't match that. Yeah, I'm okay with that. And I really only have one more game, and I was kind of shocked to be on the opposite side. 
I guess. Yeah, uh, you not taking the Lions. Not not oh. the Lions. The Vikings I took. I thought this was a lot of points against the Packers. Yeah, um, the I should have known. I should have known this was a chalky bunch uh, that we always are taking favorites here. But we don't always take. Excuse me. Uh, let's see. What did I take this week? Actually, I'm no, no, not. Favorites. I'm just saying the bunch as a whole. Not. I'm not even calling you out. You. You oh, really. I mean, yeah, we we are a tad chalky, but we've taken some dogs before, mainly your lions, which have done us well. Yes. And then you yes, abandoned. Have... You abandoned your lions. You abandoned. I them. know. Shame on me, honestly. Uh, abandoned ship, and you only put in three picks. Ugh. No, yeah. I put in four this week. Not in the circuit. I only see you for three. Oh, did I? Oh, yeah, because the Bucks one was so big. Yeah. Um, you banned, I only you put in three your Lions. It's a tough scene. It's a tough scene. Man, we almost... Uh, uh, let's talk about Vikings and Packers. It sounds like to me you think Dalvin Cook's playing a full game. I think it's going to be a timeshare between him and Madison. I think they're going to be down early. I think the Packers are one of the better teams in the NFL. Like I think They, they are a good right. team. They are a good team. I but... think they just got confused... Like what happened in that second quarter against the Bucks game, and it kind of just was over at that point. After the pick six, like this just feels like an outlier to me, and I feel like we're still getting a little bit of that. Like if the Packers are competitive in that game, I think this is closer to ten. So I kind of think we're getting some value here on the Packers. I think this game's going to be close. Um, divisional game, which I know is not an excuse. For oh, by the way, close, who do you have Jerry but... Alexander on? Before I forget. Um, hold on. Let me pull that up. I'm assuming Thielen, but I haven't looked. Jair Alexander, I have on... I know this is wonderful air right here. Jair Alexander on Adam Thielen as a shadow is what I have. you have him on Thielen. Huh. God. I really wish I the DFS ownership was the other way. I really wish everyone thought... I wish the DFS community really thought... He was going to be on Adam Thielen, so he'd be low owned. But it's apparently like the DFS community thinks it's Jair, or it's going to be Justin Jefferson, and I kind of have to agree. That is the receiver to roster. No, I think that's who he's going to cover. Um, oh, I, I view Thielen as like a superstar Randall Cobb, and I view Justin Jefferson as a Wolf Fuller type. So I feel like we just saw what they're going to do. Got it. Um, have we seen Jair Alexander travel to the slot this year? Like, straight up, this is the only cornerback matchup I give a shit about in the entire NFL. Like, only he's one only played the, He's only played the slot 5% of the time. Yeah, and I think it's going to be on Jackson Jefferson. He is officially shadowed Will one, Fuller. two, three, four of the games. Evans, Fuller. Uh, Thiel, he shadowed Thielen in the first game, 78% of his routes. Yeah, but Justin Jefferson wasn't playing in that game, right? That was week one, week two. It was week one. Yeah, Jeff Jefferson didn't see the field. And Thielen was still full. He caught four of six passes for 61 to touchdown against him. Calvin Ridley didn't catch a pass against him. Shadowed him 86% of the time. Mike Evans, 76% didn't catch pass when he was covering him. Uh, Will Fuller, when he was on him, 75% of routes, one, for, one out of two for t- six yards and a touchdown. I really wish I had known that Jefferson, like if Justin Jefferson had played Week One, I just it's a bad, I just got a bad feeling about it, and it's a, it's a problem because like if I'm right and I fade Chalky Thielen, I'm gonna lose. <laughs> Good right. lose. Um, but the problem is if I'm wrong and Thielen's Chalky, it's the absolute worst play in the history of DFS. Um, right. 
Right. And it's one of those I'll know immediately on play one. Like, I'll know immediately. Like, great. Um, yeah, I don't think this is going to be competitive, though. I, I, I really don't. I think the Packers are just the straight-up better team here. Um, again, this is a dome team moving outside to boot. Like, I know it's Minnesota. You don't view them that way, but they are. Um, so, this is a tough spot for me. I, I just don't trust the Vikings. I really don't think they have anything to play for at this point. Um, I know that game against Atlanta was kind of a, a spot where you would expect Atlanta to play well. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm not superly strong convicted. This is only my one confidence play, but I do like the Packers here. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I just think they pound the ball. It will, it's probably one of those games where it depends what happens early as to, to where we go here, but this is a win game too. And I was looking at the history, modern history, the fantasy points, just outcomes for quarterbacks in games with wins over 17 miles an hour. The only games I saw with consistent 17-mile-an-hour wins since 2014 was a random Kyle Orton game. And then Peyton Manning and Tom Brady in 2014 were the only two quarterbacks over 21 – only other two – quarterbacks over 21 fantasy points with over 17 miles an hour of consistent Aaron Rodgers is in that tier. That's the thing. He's an all-time great. So I think, I mean, but there was a sample of over 20 quarterbacks. So it's a matter of will it impact Green Bay more than people are thinking? And I think it has a chance. He's got a rocket arm, so he may be able to throw through the wind. But I just think... Here's the problem. Here's the problem. Do you trust Kirk Cousins to throw through the wind or, or Aaron Rodgers to throw through the wind more? Well, I trust Delvin Cook to pound the screen. You are team really all. counting on the Delvin Cook full workload. I'm playing a bunch of Delvin Cook this week. Oh, man. You and your partial workload running backs, man. You love them. I don't consider Delvin Cook a partial workload running back. I, I think you expect him to just come back out of that in, off that injury and just play like 100% of the snaps. I, I think you're out of your mind. Well, guy never plays one hundred percent of the snaps. But All I right, let, let's let's go take a look at the Minnesota snap counts. Let's see. Let's see. this is a betting show. Let's set a line. Let's see here. So so far this season, Dalvin Cook has played in the games he completely played uh, 58, 80, 74, 74. I will set the line at seventy percent of the snaps. In this game, I will take over seventy. All right, I'll take the. I, under. I think he's back. I think he's back around seventy-two to seventy-four. All right, I, I will definitely take the under on seventy-two. That's the first bet. I will throw it on the bets tab, and that is it. <laughs> that is bet numero uno in the Ricky Sanders era. Um, okay, excellent. I love it. We want to talk about the Lions. Like, what? Why'd you abandon your Lions? The Colts are bad. Ah, bad. it's just. I, I don't I don't enjoy watching the Lions in these slow place games, so I didn't want to have any of that. I, I can't I can't go just, another week. You just were like last week just like killed all your mojo and just like completely like killed your uh your love of this. Yeah, game. I think it, the da- the daily fantasy bias, the fact that we got three forty and just one touchdown uh in a game where they were throwing a ton. Uh I, I just yeah. I mean I think the Colts defense is good. I think both their styles are similar, so I don't know. I, I just I just jump ship here. What can I tell you? You abandon ship. I love the Lions. They're the better team. Phillip Rivers is bad. Um, 
They barely survived against the Bengals team because Joe Burrow made mistakes. I don't think Matt Stafford makes those mistakes. Look, counting on the Lions coaching staff is never something that I feel great about, but I, I feel better about Phillip Rivers throwing to basically no one. He basically has Trey Burton and no one else on that offense right now. Like, that is his entire right. offense. Like, talk yep. about sneaky DFS play. Like, Trey Burton at an expensive price, no one's going to go back. And it's like, I will. That wasn't a fluke. Um, I, I like the Lions here. I, I just think they're the better team, and we're getting three points. So And they're at home. Like, sign me up. Um, Colts have been overrated all season long. Um, so I'll, I'll just keep firing away against them, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, let's see. You want to talk about Seahawks 49ers? Because this is a game, as soon as we hop on air, we're going to, I'm sure, I'm sure Rob <sighs> is going to text us and he's like, get on a call. And we're going to, he's going to want to, he's going to, he's going to want us to take the Seahawks minus three against the 49ers here. I think it's pretty trappy. Um, personally here. I, I think the 49ers are definitely going to have to throw the football. Um, yep. But I'm not sure Seattle can stop it against anyone at this point. Like, I've kind of right. seen enough that I'm not sure that defense can stop. Like, if you couldn't stop the Cam Newton passing attack, uh, what exactly are you going to stop? Yeah, exactly. That's That was my thought here. And, I mean, not that I care about previous seasons because the, the San Francisco defense was more dominant. They've they've had a solid game plan against Russell Wilson. And this week, you know, for the most part, that uh, you don't have to worry as much about the run as per usual. If DJ Dallas is actually our starter, I think we're going to get a pretty pass-happy 49ers attack and a San Francisco team that overcompensates against the pass and actually you know, makes life difficult for Russell Wilson, which I know in 2020 has been few and far between. But I think there's a reason that we've got such a low spread here, and it scared me. And for the reasons that you mentioned, I wasn't willing to go Seahawks, even though I view them as the better team. It's just that passing defense has so many holes that how can you rely on them if you don't have a running game either? Jamal Adams is going to be on George Kittle. And so it's just like Jimmy G is just going to have to throw to his wide receivers, which I know he hates to do. But right. I mean, Brandon Ayuk, um, Kendrick Bourne, um, Trent Taylor, got to make an appearance from the dead, I think, this week. Um, <laughs> I mean, Jack McKinnon's still hurt. I mean, what's their running back situation? Tevin Coleman? Right. I just uh, No, actually, it's uh, it's Tevin Coleman and Hasty if, if McKinnon, who supposedly has, quote, tired legs. Thanks. We could have used that last week. Right. God, imagine how great that would have been. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Tired Legs McKinnon is your leader in touches for that backfield this week. I don't trust Shanahan with his throws. No, you own. can't trust them, but you can trust that the one back that gets going that week, he'll keep riding. Yeah. It's just you got three to choose from. Yeah, it's not a great situation. But, yeah, I, I, I do like – the 49ers, I, I just, I don't know if I like them, like them. I just, God. Then again, though, like, we're you know, the other games we're going to be considering are, like, Eagles minus nine and a half against the Cowboys. I know the Cowboys are on their third-string quarterback. I don't know if I want to do that because I'm not sure how much of a downgrade he really is from Andy Dalton. <laughs> exactly. I feel like we're getting, we're get, like, we're conceding an extra four points, five points, because it's Ben DiNucci over Andy Dalton, and it's kind of like, yeah, whatever. Um, yeah. Uh, you have any interest in Tua this week? I was thinking that. And the answer is yes. 
but I don't know how much. I also don't know who the hell I'd pair him with is kind of the other problem. <laughs> right. That's also I mean, my other problem. It's like, okay, I do want to play Tua. Great. I have exactly nothing to work off of. I don't have preseason games. I don't I have nada to work yeah, off and of. Yeah, in Alabama he had like the world's greatest receivers who he just, you know, found wide open. Yeah, so I, I mean Parker's excellent. But, Preston Williams is great, but he's not uh, Jerry, Judy, Waddle, and um, Henry Ruggs either. Exactly, against college corners. So I want to like – and then like Jalen – you get the Jalen Ramsey factor. So right, so you t- you probably take out Parker, and then where do you go with Tua? So It's like, oh, good, I'm going back to Gusecki for like the 100th straight time, and it's worked out once all season. I have such a Gusecki problem, but I, I, I have a feeling that's where I end up, and I'm like, great. Been down this road before. He's been great. Love, he gets so many red zone targets. It's just like, oh, can you just convert someplace? Well, you got an accurate quarterback now, like one of the more accurate ones. Fits that in theory. Was that really what the problem was? No, it wasn't. Yeah, so. The problem is there has been their usage of Gasicki more than it's been Gasicki. I think. I, I'm not really worried. I, mean, I would like him to get some tight end snaps, but I don't like. I'm not freaking out either. You know. But yeah. Yeah. It would be kind of nice for him to get some of like those tight end rolls in the end zone that they throw to Durham Smythe and Adam Shaheen. Yeah, Smythe is on the field way too, too much. Just for let's see. I mean, he's a, he's the uh, blocking tight end. Exactly, like Gesicki has. He's not a slot played... receiver. It's basically what he is. He's a slot receiver labeled as a tight end. Fifty-eight percent of the snaps this year for Mike Gesicki. I think just he's lined up on the line as... of scrimmage, like in with the tackles, like four times the entire season. That sounds about right. Like, he's just a, basically a slot receiver who counts as a tight end. And it's like, you yep. know what would be nice against this Rams defense? Someone who's over the middle a lot. Right. So, uh, I'm going to end up back there. I already know it. Ideally, I just pair him with Tua and I don't go crazy, but you never know. Um, all right. I think that's all the – I mean, I don't want to talk about Chargers and Broncos unless you really want to. No. No. Although, I guess that is the only game we didn't cover, so maybe we should. Justin Herbert is excellent. There, I've covered it. Oh, boy. You know it's not excellent? Drew Locke. I need, I need him to step it up. Like, come on. <laughs> I, I don't blame him. I don't blame him last week, though. Like, he, he, I'm giving him a pass, but, like, this is a good, like, show up this week, please. Just show up. All right? Yeah. I know you don't have any weapons, but time for you to, like, do what you did at Mizzou and just raise up the talent around you. Like, let's go. So. All right, that's it. That's the Siege Mentality Podcast for week number eight. We're still not canceled. Thank you all for listening. Again, uh, please feel free to rate, review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. We're also available on YouTube. Uh, channel is the Siege Mentality channel. Check us out over there as well. Uh, we'll talk. We'll be uh, promoting this on uh, Twitter as well. So, uh, but uh, do try to just please rate, download, and subscribe. Really does help us out. For Ricky, I'm CJ. We'll see you next week.